This is the fantasy stance. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of the Fantasy Stance. My name is Greg, and this week I'm going solo. Yeah, that's right. Mike can't join us this week, but I do have his lineup. So you know what? It's going to be a short episode. I'm not going to keep it very long. Straight to the point. Give his lineup for DraftKings, my lineup for FanDuel. Just get you in and out. Get your lineup set. Make that money. Both of us, you know, had a rough week last week. If you listened to us, you probably did too. You know, came out with some money. Not great money. But that New Orleans Giants game just killed everybody. I don't think anybody that had that did well. If they did, well, they're a wizard like Bill Belichick is with third-string quarterbacks. So, anyway, as I was saying, we're going to get quick. We're going to be out of here, you know, 10, 15 minutes max. I'm not going to keep you guys around very long just because when it's me by myself, it's not as much fun. And I know you don't want to just listen to me go on and on and on like I'm doing currently. So, Plain and simple, just going to cut right to it. We're going to start with Mike's DraftKings lineup that he gave me. I'm just going to give you position-wise, who they're against, probably an idea of why Mike chose them. Uh, Price-wise, this all this team I'm giving you fits in the budget. It's all that really matters. So you can tweak with it once you make it if you want to use it. You know, let us know if you use it, by the way. We want to know who's using our lineup. So, you know, if you're seeing results from it, making money, maybe you're making more money than we are. We just want to know because if you are – Maybe we'll get some advice from you. So, Mike's lineup for this week, week three of the NFL, DraftKings lineup. We're going to start with quarterback. He's got basically about three different games going in his lineup this week. So, you know, he's going heavy again. Starting off first with Phillip Rivers versus Indianapolis Colts. I can see why he's doing this, you know. Chargers, Indy's defense isn't going to be great. Chargers have a pretty good offense when they, you know, face poor defense we've seen in the past years. You know, Phillip Rivers can sling the ball around with the best of them. That bolo tie just adds, you know, like a special power to him, I think. So, you know, he's going Phillip Rivers versus Indy. And then right when we move down to running back, he's sticking with that, you know, San Diego versus Indy game again, going with Melvin Gordon. Mainly because, you know, Danny Woodhead's gone down, out for the season. You know, no Allen on the outside. They're going to run it when they pass. They're going to keep Gordon in for passing downs most likely. He's going to get a lot of use. He's been putting up decent points. Wish could have done this last year when I drafted him in fantasy. Decided not to do so much, but, you know, whatever. At least he's having a good bounce-back sophomore year. Moving on, other running back position. Theo Riddick for the Detroit Lions gets the nod this week by Mike. Going up against Green Bay, divisional opponent. Not great against the run overall. You know, Amir Abdullah went down for the Lions. So, again, Riddick takes over that number one slot running back position. You already know he can catch the ball out of the backfield. If he can add some rushing touchdowns, you know, 50, 60 rushing yards every week. He's going to be a steal so far because, you know, price-wise, he's still, you know, pretty manageable with the best of them. Moving on to wide receivers. You got Larry Fitz versus Buffalo. It's a pretty good matchup, I think. Buffalo, you know, defensively are supposed to be strong. But after last week's performance against the Jets, you can see teams can throw it against them if they want to. Arizona is probably one of the best passing offenses in the league, if not the best. So, you know, good call by Mike there. Moving on, you got Landry, you know, Miami versus Cleveland. Cleveland's defense is already bad. Their offense probably won't be on the field much with a third-string quarterback. So, you know, Landry's a safe choice. Going to get high production, I think, against that offense this week. Uh, Going on, Sterling Shepard versus Washington. You know, Sterling Shepard, rookie out of – 
Oklahoma on the Giants. Caught eight catches last week. Was eight for eight in his targets. Put up over 100 yards in that really, really low-scoring game out in the Meadowlands. Hopefully, you know, put up similar numbers. Get you around 20 points probably for fantasy. That's always going to be a good deal, especially when he's putting up numbers like Beckham for about 3000 less of the price. Then moving on to Mike's tight end. At some point, you're going to have to have somebody face Chicago. Chicago's whole defense basically fell apart against the Eagles on Monday Night Football. You had both safeties go down. You had Houston go out. Their defensive line is getting weaker. Their secondary is not that strong right now. A lot of backups are going to be playing, so might as well put somebody in. And he's going with Jason Witten. You know, Dallas is going to play the Bears, and I think they're going to probably end up with the win. I mean, if the Eagles can, you know, dominate like they did, the Dallas Cowboys should be able to pull something out. Witten and Des Bryant probably will have a pretty good game overall, I would assume. Moving back to Green Bay. Again, I told you Mike was pretty heavy on some of his picks. You know, you had two Indy games, two Cleveland games, two uh, Green Bay-Detroit games. Marvin Jones is his flex position versus Green Bay. As I said, Green Bay's defense, not something to be intimidated by. I mean, you got Clay Matthews. Um, that's basically, you got Haha Clinton Dix, who's not that bad. As a safety, playing corner sometimes. Overall, not that effective. And then finally, moving on to Mike's defense. He has Miami's D going against the Cleveland Browns. Makes complete sense. They're going up against an offense that has a third-string quarterback going in. Rookie, not sure exactly what he can do. You know, Cleveland's been struggling in general just to get any offensive game going. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But, you know, I think it's a good solid lineup by Mike this week. Should put him in the money. At least, you know, making whatever he puts him back. Could be more. Some of these guys are going to be, you know, either home runs or they might miss. It's just a matter of how the games go. We saw that last week, Giants-Saints. Week year ago, it was 52-49. This time it was uh, 19, 17, whatever it was. It was low. It was in the teens. That's all I can remember. That's how memorable of a game it was. And, you know, Michigan Mike, going to steer you in the right direction. At least we're going to try to every week make you that money. So, moving on to FanDuel. My lineup, you're going to hear some repeat names just because, like Mike, some of the matchups are just too good to pass up on this week. But, you know, my quarterback I'm starting with is Carson Palmer. Did some work against Atlanta or Tampa Bay last week. Put up some solid numbers finally after his first week where, you know, week one he did not look that great. He's going against Buffalo this week. Should have a good time against that defense. Uh, if you saw what Fitzpatrick did with New York, Palmer should do something similar, if not more, hopefully more passing touchdowns. Then moving on to my running back position, I'm going Matt Forte. He's been a workhorse so far for the Jets. I mean, just complete workhorse. So dominant. He's getting you know getting passes out of the backfield, making catches. He's already run the ball, I believe, 58 times. Kansas City's run defense is not that good so far this year. It's ranked 30th. So, you know, you should at least have a solid day running the ball, get a few passes out of the backfield. One touchdown, basically all you need out of him to get, you know, your money back on that. Moving on, I'm also going with Melvin Gordon like Mike did against Indy. Again, he moves up to that number one running spot, you know, solidifies it with Woodhead not being there. He's now going to get the passes. He's going to, you know, be moving up. All sorts of fantasy leagues with how many points he's producing, his cost. So, you know, get him while he's still cheap. Get him while you can still, you know, 
have him in your lineup, but he's not, you know, costing you nine, eight thousand dollars, you know, to put him in there. Next, going on to my wide receivers, I also have a Giants wide receiver, but it's not going to be Shepard. It's not going to be Beckham. I'm going with Victor Cruz. He's looking like the Victor Cruz of old. It's nice to see in general, just because, you know, he's had a lot of knee issues past year. He's a UMass alum, so, you know, got to support alumni. As Mike and I said, we went to UMass. And then, just in general, going up against Washington, Norman's already been basically told that he's going to be shadowing Beckham the whole time. So after Norman, Washington doesn't have any good cornerbacks. I mean, there's nobody that puts any sort of fear in you. You know, their safety position, they have Hall, so he's not going to be, you know, coming up, creeping up. He could, but most likely he's going to be covering Shepard. So Cruz, I think, is going to be the slot guy, kind of open, getting a good amount of receptions against the division rival. Moving on, uh, my stack of the week is Palmer with Larry Fitz. You know, Mike has Fitzgerald. It just makes sense. Buffalo got torched last week. Marshall, Decker, you know, they both had big games. I expect Larry Fitz to do the same thing. I mean, why not? He's been doing well so far. He doesn't look like he's slowing down in his upper years as a wide receiver. And, you know, good for him just because Larry Fitzgerald is probably one of the best guys in the league. You know, nice guy. Does a lot of work for the community. Just got his college degree, as if you've seen the commercial. That he told his mom, hey, I did it, mom, like I told you I would. That was nice. But, you know, in general, he's my stack. Seems like a good option. My third wideout for the week, I'm going back to Philly with Jordan Matthews. I mean, the guy's just putting up numbers with Wentz. He seems like he's the most trusted in that lineup from Wentz's perspective. They're going against Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, Pittsburgh has a tough D. Wentz is going to be looking for a safety blanket. He's going to find it with Matthews. I expect, you know, eight or nine reception game out of him, 80-plus yards, maybe a touchdown if you're lucky. But even if he just gets the eight receptions, you know, 80 yards, that's 16 points for you, not a lot of money. It's a good bet overall. Moving to my tight end position, I am also going back to the San Diego Indy game, but I'm going with the Indianapolis tight end Dwayne Allen. He had a low production last week, but I think he's going to bounce back from that. You know, Indy's D is not great. It's one of those defenses that every year, if you see the matchup, you're like, okay, all we have to do is hold their offense because defensively, we put up 20, 30 points probably against them unless they have like a fluke game where they all decide to put it together. Probably not going to happen. Moving on, you know, FanDuel, you have to get a kicker instead of a flex position. So I'm going Dan Bailey versus Chicago. Again, Chicago's defense is not that good this year. They had a lot of injuries last week, so they have a lot of backups coming in this week. You only get a few, you get one less day because they played Monday night. I don't think that defense is anything, you know, to write home about, even when they were 100% healthy. Maybe they make a few goal line stands, force uh, Dallas to kick. So I'm going to go with Dan Bailey, figure he'll get at least a few field goals. If nothing else, if Dak Prescott decides, hey, let's not score any touchdowns again this week, you know, let's just go for field goals. And finally, defense of the week to go with. Arizona completely dominated last week in Tampa Bay. I assume they're going to do the same thing against Buffalo. Uh, you know, Buffalo doesn't have that scary of an offense to me. Sammy Watkins, when he's fully healthy, maybe, but, you know, he's still having that lingering foot issue. Tyrod Taylor, he's really a hit-or-miss type guy. He can run, but if you can contain him, he doesn't have that much to do. Uh, McCoy, Shady, hasn't been the same, you know, since he left Philly. Hasn't had any really big games, at least in my mind, that you could be like, oh, Every week, he could break out. I mean, he has that threat, but it's nothing I'm going to be that concerned about going forward. So, as I said, we're going to keep this short. 
you know, we're at the 12-minute mark. Figured, why keep talking? I gave you the lineups. You know what they are. If you need to, go back, check them out. Uh, you know, best of luck this week to everybody. Michigan Mike apologizes that he couldn't be here for this episode, leaving me solo, making it really awkward to talk fantasy sports when you're in a room by yourself. So that's all I got to say. Enjoy week three. Make that money. And I'll see you guys next week, hopefully with Michigan Mike back on board.